Hey, welcome back, everybody, to After the Checkers. I am Kyle Hall, and that guy right there is Brock Tobiasen. And for those who come to our track at Granite City Motor Park, you'll recognize his face. And maybe if you were listening really closely, you'll recognize his voice. Um, and we'll we'll get into that a little bit. Um, but no, he is Brock is my producer, uh, sits right to my left at almost every single race for the last two years and makes me sound smart. And he's the guy playing the music and deciding which songs are playing and all that kind of stuff and getting the stats in front of me so that I can get the stats out to you guys. And so um, I'm excited to have him on the show. And we're going to talk about we're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff, I think. But welcome to the show, Brock. Finally. Yes. Thanks, Kyle. Absolutely. I am. I am excited to uh, to have you on. So um, we talked a little bit about the you sit to my left every single night and you wear a headset. You have the ability to talk, but you're you you give me crap because I'm the guy that never shuts up. But there's like I tell you all the time, just jump in, interrupt me, man. Talk. Well, that's true. But I I, I was raised by my mother to not interrupt people. So I was trying to be respectful, but now I know I'm just going to tell you, shut up. Just, yeah. Don't even say shut up. Just jump in and I'll be quiet. Like we'll, we'll, we'll find our flow. So, but no, we've got all sorts of cool stuff um, that we're not going to let out right now. You have to come to the racetrack and find, but Brock and I are, are we talk and text more than people know. And I think we have some really cool things that are coming to the racetrack this year that are unique to my knowledge. People I've never been to a racetrack where, where where the entertainment value is what you and I have planned or what we hope the entertainment value is and uh and we're going to we're going to try to step things up and and create a new standard in in what it's like to be at a racetrack. And so um I am excited about those things but we're not here to talk about those things right now. Um let's get to know the producer. Uh and so where um you're from Brainerd like you you grew up in the Brainerd Lakes area same as me like you and I have known each other for Crepes, it's maybe got to be 20-ish years or so. You were just a little kid out in the middle of a motocross track, and I was the announcer back then, too, um, at a motocross track, and you were like yellow flag guy out in the middle kind of doing whatever you could to kind of hang around the racetrack. So um, where where does the love, where does racing, how, how did that get into your DNA? So my parents were members of a, you might remember this, an ATV club, Rough Riders ATV club. Yeah, for sure I do. So... My parents were members of that. They got invited by Craig Johnson from KC Race Promotions to flag. And from that day forward, I went and I never missed another race. I remember my mom would drop me off. I wasn't even old enough to drive. I was yeah. 14 when I started. So um, it started there. And then as you meet people and whatever else, it led into other aspects of racing. Yeah, for sure it did. You you very much had the nickname, still do, of Brock Cosell which you have to be of a certain age <laughs> to understand that uh, when I was a kid, there was a guy named Howard Cosell who just knew everything about all things sports. And, uh, and so that that's where that nickname come from is, is Brock is connected to everybody in, in multiple disciplines of racing. So you're a, you're a snow cross guy. Like you're a, you're technically a world champion snow cross pit uh, like crew chief guy. Um, not technically that, why did I put the word tech? You are a world champion crew chief in snowcross mechanic. Um, I had a crew chief. I was the mechanic. Oh, so you're, you're the tech guy under the crew. Yep. chief. Okay. Perfect. And then 
you're you're linked into the motocross world pretty tight like into the national scene of motocross not just local motocross but local motocross too and then and now into dirt track with some pretty big name dirt track guys as well that you're that you're at least acquaintances with if not friends correct yeah it's it's a wide variety yeah i think my wife thinks i love racing more than her but that's not true that is not true at all yeah we can (laughs) talk about some of that stuff a little later on too if you want but um so so the racing you're 14 years old we like you and I kind of started in in the same spot at like there's a um, or was a motocross track here in in Brainerd Minnesota called Casey Race Promotions our buddy Craig and and uh a whole bunch of people put that together and I was the I was I started off actually as a as the the flag man like the main flag man there was a, a race that we were doing up in Bemidji at a at a at the Beltrami County Fair. That was the first time I ever was handed a microphone and I I shit a little and then figured it out. And uh, it turns out I had a knack for talking and I I it's kind of never let go of the microphone since. And that was 23 years ago or something like that, maybe 24 years ago now. And so um I've kind of fallen like just kind of weaved my way into finding different microphones to hold and and been to different tracks. Your journey is a little different. Obviously, you were out just a kid, like you're saying, getting dropped off at the at the track at five o'clock or whatever it was on a Friday night, and you're there until ten thirty or eleven o'clock and hang out, get a ride home, and and come back next week. And so, where how where does the dirt track? Since this is a dirt track show, where where does that connection start? Which I think is hilarious that you don't know this. I don't um, like what you asked me before we started recording. Like, how do you know where it started? I'm like. I mean, it's got to be Dan, but it's you. You said it's not that. No, so I was flagging. I met a few people, um, and then name this might ring a bell to a lot of people. Nate Welliver. Oh, oh yes, that so makes the, actual perfect sense now. Yep, the N eight B mod. It was yellow and black, and yes. it was Nate and his his grandpa and grandma. That was that, and me. It was it. I had never turned a wrench in a car, and uh, want to go racing with us? And I'm like. Well, can't hurt. It's got a motor and I like it. So Yes. I remember that. Yeah, it was uh the Nate car. N eight is Craig the... actually did the graphic. Yes, he did that uh, way back in the day. So that is um that is uh, like I should have been able to figure that out. Like I if you give me a minute, I would have figured that out. But I gave you a minute. So that's <laughs> um so we go from Nate and then you're like, how did, how, where does the relationship with like, you're, you were very integral in, in Dan Ebert's whole program as he kind of come up through the, the racing, you know, started off in a pure stock and, and, and into a B mod and then obviously, you know, massive success now in the modifieds. And so where, where does your connection, how did that connection start? Back to the motocross track, to be honest with you, I didn't, I wasn't around Dan when he was in pure stocks. I came after, uh, at the motocross track, Cody Thompson, a lot of people remember him really yep. fast, local kid. Uh, he, he, Hey, I'm getting a shot to ride snowmobiles. Russ Ebert's going to give me a shot to ride snowmobiles. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. I mean, I knew who Russ was. He was actually my dad's auto mechanics instructor at the Votex. Yeah. Yep. And then I met Dan and then it just, it clicked. I mean, it, I think 2011 or 12 was our first year. We ran 75 to 80 shows a year with two cars. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. And so, and were you, like, what were you doing at that point? Like, just tire, tire bitch, or like, what was your job? 
everything from changing the gears in the b-mod the old nine inch fords heavier than hell no no yeah. hoist we were, we were doing it on the ground um it was such a tight fit in the trailer that we had to take the front bumper off and the car went up on a ramp and the nose went into the the gooseneck part of the trailer oh goodness to get two cars in the in the trailer i mean if if it was like it is now with how many tires you bring to the track there's no way it. yeah no way yep ever since then it just took off with dan yeah, for sure. Like you, you developed into like, you guys are best buddies and follow each other and, and support each other, that kind of a thing. I would, uh, uh, the, the other night this, so as we're recording this, this is the weekend after Dan just won the, the King of America race. And, uh, I am sound asleep. It's 10 35, 11 o'clock, something like that at night. And my phone goes off and I look over and I'm like, what? And put the glasses on and it's Brock. And it's, it's like checkered flag, thumbs up and a heart. And I'm like, Dan won the damn race. And so then I'm on to like, I knew instantly what it was. And, uh, and I, I went over to my race pass and sure enough, the 60 was on, on top of the the box, which was pretty cool. And so, um, I would imagine that at 10 36 that night, you were texting him as well saying, man, great job. Like it's, um, you two have a special relationship, which is pretty cool. It is. And, and a lot of people don't know it. It, it, it transferred from snow like that. I should have back up a little bit. The the summer before I went car racing with him, Russ asked me, cause I got laid off. He goes, you ever work on snowmobiles? I'm like, Nope. He goes, you want to? Sure. So then I worked that winter with them. And then going after that winter is when I went into the cars, but, but going back to it. Yeah. I, I text Dan right away. I actually text James right away. And I got me too. James responded faster than Dan did. He had a little, he was a little busy. Right. So um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was to see him win the King of America race with a lot of people. I mean, it's a big race at a yeah. pretty nice, well-known track. I wouldn't say it's nice, but yeah. Yeah. No big. Well, the Humboldt is, is, is uh, it's for sure a crown jewel. It's King of America, man. And so yep. that is um, that's pretty cool. So uh, so fast forwarding, skipping about 10 years or so in there, um, our relationship, like we've known each other, we've always been buddies and friends and, and, but not, not like to get, like, we didn't work together or do anything together until honestly, until I got like, you would come up and hang out in the motocross announcers booth from time to time. Or when I was at North central, you'd come up and hang out for a little bit, but never like we weren't doing things together. And then Honestly, I don't even know a hundred percent how, like, I, I think, I think we might've just texted each other after I got the the job at, um, uh, Granite city. And so do you recall, like, how, how did it work? Mills Ford. Yes. Yeah. We both so, were Mills store. Yeah. yeah. You were, you were working at Mills and I was in the graphic side and we, we kind of reconnected. I mean, we always stay in contact if family life events, something happened yeah. and you yep. go, Hey, hope you're doing well. But yeah, when I got hired at Mills, and I walked up there and you kind of, you're like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. Like, yeah. And so, yeah. So I, I get the job at, at Granite and, and like we, like, I didn't necessarily think I need a producer. I need someone to sit next to me kind of a thing. And, and I think maybe I, we ran each other. Hey, do you want to come to the races? And it, you've kind of just been there ever since. And it's awesome. Like I couldn't, I can't imagine doing that job now. I, without you there kind of thing I've had to I'm going to have to going forward here this summer and uh and I and I can I can do it alone but I don't like doing it alone anymore it's it's so much better having you there doing the music 
making sure that that's right, making sure because Kyle forgets to turn it off. I always remember to turn it on, but then all of a sudden we're six laps into a race and I realize, oh, there's music in my ears still. And so, <laughs> uh, so I and, and there's usually a camera guy going like this, saying, "Turn the music off." And so, uh, you're you're just so appreciated there, and you do such a kick-ass job on making sure that the the music is playing that I've got the right stats. And if it, you know, when there's three laps to go and, and it's obvious that somebody's going to win the race that's on the track, you're, you're dialing up on the computer and letting me know how many wins they have, when their last win, how many, you know, on the season, their career, all of that is in front of you and you put it in front of me. And that's, it's, it's, I couldn't, I can't do all of that by myself. And it's, it's awesome to have you there as well as all the creative stuff, like the stuff that we have planned for this summer and, and the, the help on this show, like, like you're a creative guy that just, I, I, I value our friendship and I like it. So. um, It's cool because I I have a marketing brain, but I never went to school. Right. So back to the help and Dan thing, it was, I was tire guy. I was fuel guy. Yeah. I was never a chassis guy, but that's Dan's deal. And all of a sudden it was like, I started helping him get sponsors and then it, it progressed. And then I think in 2017, I had text James cause he at the time rented a building from a friend of ours. And I said, Hey, you want to get back on a race car? And he's like, well, who? And I told him and it, that year it started out as a fuel sponsorship and now it's to where they're at now, but yeah, no. it's, it's a little it's, more, it's a fuel sponsorship technically still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's fuel involved, right? Right. But yeah. It's, it's just skyrocket. I mean, some of the ones that I've got them, even though I've taken a step back since Ashley's kind of been, you know, Dan's wife is, is being paid to be the marketing person, which is fine. I have a full-time career, so I don't need to do that all the time, but right. a lot of them have stuck around. I don't think we've really lost any over the years. Yeah, no, that's, it's cool it's, it's fun to follow everybody's journey. It's part of what I love about this show is, is we're like, you get to know people in a, a little tighter. And it's the whole reason is, is as you're sitting at home watching this show right now, wherever you're watching this on your phone, on the toilet, wherever you are, it's, it's the whole purpose of the show is to kind of get to know the, the person on the other side of the screen a little bit better so that when you're at the track, you can say, oh, that's, that's the guy that did this, or, you know, that's the girl that drives that car or whatever it is. And so that's the sole purpose of this show. And you and I have known each other for 20 years and I'm, I'm learning stuff and we spend a <laughs> lot of time together. We talk all the time and, and I'm learning stuff about you. So this is why I love this show so much. Well, it's, it's, you get to talking in the two hour car ride that we have every Sunday in the summertime. Yeah. And usually on the way home, we're watching races and who it won is. at Bemidji? Who won at Proctor? Who won yeah. here? You know, it's but it's it's funny how small of a racing world it is, but it's huge too. Yep, yep, exactly. So um okay, so we do obviously on this show a uh, a couple of, like as I call them toy department things. And um <laughs> the the first one, this is a sponsor actually that you helped me get is the yourmth.com rapid fire questions. My idea was the rapid fire questions and your idea was to like, let's like get some sponsors and like, let's, let's sponsor those segments. Right. And that's part of the creativeness that, that you and I share. And, uh, and so this first thing is, is the yourmth.com rapid fire questions. And it's five questions that may or may not have to do with racing. Some of, some of these do, uh, as I, as I look through them, maybe there's a little connection to racing, but not much. And so, <laughs> um, 
So, and it's, it's all brought to you by yourmth.com, Minnesota Trek headquarters, five locations throughout Minnesota. I would, I would put a hundred dollar bill that they have more cars and trucks and vehicles for sale than maybe any other car entity sales. They're just, they're massively growing and it's because they're, they are everywhere. They are phenomenal service. Go check them out because they're, they're the guys and girls that can handle finding what you're looking for, whether it's big old jacked up truck or, or just a grocery getter or a race car, like whatever it is, give them a call. So, um, I mean, with Mike being on the Wasota board to support him, I mean, the guy supports racing. Yeah, he for damn sure does. So um, first question, this is, I'm stealing this from a, uh, a buddy of yours. Uh, Like, so like, this is a, this is a big deal on Twitter right now is uh, Kenny Wallace, who is like, not a lot of people have Kenny Wallace's number in their phone and you do. And, um, and he's, he started a thing. I don't know if he started it, but he certainly freaking poured kerosene and lit a match to it for sure is motor or engine. What's it called? It's an engine, a motor is electric. And I only know that from Bob Dixon at Dixon Mechanical Electric. I, yeah, yeah. He uh, would always correct me growing up. So it's an engine, not a motor. Perfect. Okay, so then explain Hendrick Motorsports. <laughs> right? HMS, Hendrick Motorsports. Right. I Ford don't know. Motor Company. Right. I know, true. like it's, there's no good answer That's to this. this no, like I I read it because I had the exact same thought. Motors are electric, engines are engines, like our our race engines, and and uh, I don't know that that's true anymore. Like the like listening to it, I was like, when I when I saw the question, I'm like, it's freaking engine, like a race car engine, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, but. I don't know. Yeah. Like there's I'm I'm guilty of calling it a motor. Like on the snowmobile side, I told you earlier before we started recording yeah. that I, I have to leave here and go to the snowmobile race shop and rebuild motors because somebody messed one up, right? right. So and they're not electric. No. Yeah. Not yet anyway. Yeah, well that's hopefully that never happens. But um no, like th- that's a great question. Like I, I love those types of questions that are like you know the answer, and then somebody twists it just a little bit and you're like, Oh, wait a second. So question number two. Are UFOs real? Are there UFOs like outer space UFOs? No, no, I I agree. With Not you. a chance in hell. <laughs> question number three of the yourmth.com rapid fire questions is: What is your? This is someone asked me this today, and I'm like, I need to ask that to Brock. What is your death row meal? Meaning, you're sentenced to death, you're dying tomorrow morning. And tonight you get to choose whatever your last meal is. What do you, what's your, what's, what are you eating? Um, this one hits a little too close to home. So most people know my mom passed away in October and right. her homemade chicken fried rice. Chicken fried rice from mom. That's pretty she, cool. She lived in Japan as a kid and she had one of the original walks yeah. cooking on, right? And she used it to the day, to the end. I mean, she yeah. would cook, that's how her wild rice was made. That's pretty cool. That's uh, mine. Wasn't that at all. He asked me that. And I'm like, man, that's a tough question. Cause I like, look at me. I, there's a lot of food that I like to eat. And so mine was either tacos, like just homemade hard shell tacos crush, like 15 of those. Cause it doesn't matter that I, that I'm gaining weight. Cause tomorrow's I die in the electric chair tomorrow. And so um, 
Yeah, it, I think it would be like homemade tacos, like not Taco Bell or Taco John's or anything like that, but just homemade hamburger, cheese, little sour cream, some lettuce, some taco sauce, about 15 or 20 of those suckers. Perfect. So it just hurts. Or it would be like the absolute like big old juicy cheeseburger off of the grill, some macaroni salad and some baked beans and like fried potatoes or something like that would like that is like just super comfort food that I think that would be it. The yeah. other thing that I would do, and this is a dumb answer, but uh, barbecue chicken pizza from Papa John's, but we don't have one anymore. We don't have a pot. Well, is there like, there must be Papa John's around, but just not far Fargo St. Cloud. I think have them, but not yeah. here. Yeah. Dang. Uh, okay. Question number four. Uh, who do you text the most? Like who, who's the always at the top of your text chains? Do you want me to look? Sure. Uh, it's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be Caitlin, your wife, right? My, my wife, uh, Dan Ebert, Kyle Hall, and Richard, the owner of Moonlight Bay and Cross Lake. He's a really okay. good friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. There's your top four. I asked for one, I get four. That's awesome. And I'm one of them, which makes me even better. Um, number five of the rapid fire questions is what are you the most excited about? Now, I think this is a damn obvious answer for those that know. And and if you're, if you want to talk about it, you talk about it. If you don't, then we're not going to, uh, I have a little boy coming in You're August. You're going to be a right? dad. Yeah. So yeah. August 3rd, that's why Kyle said I'm going to miss part of the season. I'm going to obviously spend a couple weeks before the due date and after kind of making sure everything's good and then see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I am, I couldn't be more excited. Like it seems like you're like you, it's, as you get older and you, you'll have a kid now and you'll go to school and, and there'll be in his kindergarten class, there's, there's kids that you'll see and then you won't see him again until like high school. And, and you're like, well, who's that? And you're like, and your kid will say it's that like it's that person and and you're like there's like that kid's like seven or something it no like he's my <laughs> dad like it's like you are one of those people like, you, like I know you now obviously as an adult but you're sort of in the back of my head a 14 year old annoying little bastard that yeah. that didn't necessarily know how to throw a yellow flag in the far side of the track <laughs> and and uh, when you started out quite honestly you were right. You were the right fielder. Oh yeah. Of, of the motocross track. Like just put him over there on that straightaway where there hasn't been a crash since 1982. He'll I be think, fine. I think the turning point when Craig put me in better spots was there was people that were jumping on a yellow and I finally got pissed off enough where I rolled the flag up and I whacked hit him. Their front yeah, hit him. Exactly. Hit, the, hit their hand as they come by. They never did it again. Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, so to, to, I've thought about it a couple of times. The fact that you are going to be a dad is, is awesome and weird all at the same time <laughs> for me anyways. And so, um, no, I couldn't be more excited for you and Caitlin to have little Kyle. Cause I'm sure like, that's probably what, what, what his name will be. And, um, and if it's not, well, then we'll have to talk, you know, in August. And so, <laughs> child, child support's coming then. Exactly. Yeah. No, it doesn't need to be Kyle then. So, <laughs> Uh, okay. So your MTH.com rapid fire questions all wrapped up. That's five. And the last segment that we do is the rascal aluminum pay it forward question. And the pay it forward question is my last guest gets to ask you a question and then you get to ask my next guest a question. And 
It's all brought to you by Rascal Aluminum, and they are they are balls to the walls right now. This is crunch time. People are throwing their cars together. Should have been working on them in December. Now it's March. Schedules are coming out. And uh, Austin Niemeyer. Austin Niemeyer. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. And and uh, so the 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 Rascal Aluminum guys are and girl are busting ass right now making sure people have their bodies and and uh at least the raw materials the fasteners all that kind of stuff but you can find them on facebook rascal aluminum three different locations one out west towards fargo down by uh, litchfield uh and then i think in the metro so um find them look them up buy your aluminum there they're really great big time racers and supporters of racing so um the pay it forward question and we're gonna we're just so you know for those that watch all the time, the pay it forward question is always the last thing. We're gonna, we're gonna, me and Brock are gonna touch just a little bit on our schedule for the rest of the summer. So, um, your question for you comes from a a photographer and now a good friend of mine, a photographer over in Fergus Falls. Is she's from Montevideo, but she's the photographer at I ninety four, uh, named Crystal Austinson. She's engaged to be married, so her last name is going to be Radetsky, uh, which is pretty exciting. Um, but her question nope. for you, what's that? Familiar, familiar dirt track name. Yes, but not that Radetzky. Like it's, it's, he, it's not that Radetzky family. It's a whole different Radetzky family. Oh, nice. It's weird. Yeah. And so, um, you, her question for you was, do you get anxiety before the race starts? Like, like, is there, are you nervous when we're about to start a race? Uh, two part answer. I'm not nervous when we're about to start the race as far as what I do now um but when I was at a pit crew for Dan or snowmobile racing man I mean it's you your nerves are going because the smallest thing can cost yeah. you a fortune right and I'll never forget one time I don't know which one of the three crew guys didn't tighten Dan's steel cap and he come uncorked yeah but, as he should but the he got lucky because as they were rolling around it rained out so a snowmobile <laughs> race rained out? No, no, no. Car racing. Oh, it was somebody a car forgot race. the okay. somebody forgot the fuel cap and it it rained out. So uh, after that, I learned a lot of things and my anxiety got worse. I think, but um, yeah, <laughs> not as far as the the position I'm in now because I'm pretty confident in in our setup with the computers and the iPad and the stuff we got coming. I mean, and it, the other computer and the monitor. <laughs> yeah, it's and the headsets. Know, yeah. The and first the, the on off button. That's but, that's my anxiety. It's is you leave it on. <laughs> is is the 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 buttons on during the wrong the wrong words are coming out when the buttons on versus oh, off kind of a thing. So twenty trust me, twenty some yours. years I have never I have never gotten real in trouble. Um, uh, I've had I've had some some flubs, but everybody does. You can't talk as much as I do and not have a flub every now and then, but. It's uh, there's never been real hardcore words come out. <laughs> the yeah. one time I was anxious was last year, our first race, because we rewired the whole place at Granite City. We took yeah. everything from here and put it in here. And you yeah. were sweating bullets. You didn't know I was what to think. That's a lot. And, yeah. and I told, I told them, I said, it's going to work. We have wireless mics if it doesn't work. So just yeah. relax. No, there was a lot of, uh, and if you recall, our friend Johnny was there um, making the sound because we didn't like, we're, yeah, well, I'm saying on the first race, like as oh, we're yeah. the first race, it sounded like horrible. And so he's back there dialing because I neither one of us know how to do that. 
and he was dying Liddell in. And so it was, but it, it, the sound is phenomenal. We've got, we should, I should do a show from there sometime and show how our setup is, but it's. We'll just do a Facebook live from there to, at the first round. My, yeah, exactly. So to my right is a monitor showing what, what the streaming dirt race central is showing. Like I get to see that live so that it hopefully as I'm announcing, it's matching up with what people are watching at home. Uh, and then there's live timing directly in front of me. There's hard copy paper in front of me of what the lineups are. And then on your side, you have your iPad, you have the laptop computer and all of the music, all of that kind of stuff is happening over there. And so, um, and this year there'll be, there'll be one more thing over there. And so, um, yeah. And then behind us, like right here behind us is all of the like dial it in and the soundboards and freaking cords going everywhere that I don't know hardly what any of it does, but it all works at the end of the day. And that's awesome. So um, your question, you get to ask the next guy a question. That's the pay it forward part of it. And I should mention the pay it forward question is that guy's idea. Like he come up, that's his brainstorm. And it's it's been in the show since maybe episode number six or something like that. And it's been there ever since. And I don't see it going away. It's my favorite part is Nick Areskovich, who is a, uh, a super stock driver. I think always has been a super stock driver. We'll, we'll find out if he's going to be a super stock driver in 2023 and beyond. But what would, what would your, what would your question be for uh Wisconsin native Nick Areskovich? Um, let's see. One, Packers or Vikings. Obviously, I think I know what he'd say, but there is some smart ones in Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> and the second part is, is how, what, why racing? I mean, there's so many things in life that directions you can go. What yeah. honed you into actually driving? Hopefully that question's answered way beyond this. Like, hopefully we already know that at uh, 45 minutes ago, but um, no, great questions. Perfect. So that's the, the rascal aluminum pay it forward question. I want to hit on this a little bit. So this yeah. is our, yeah, you got a copy. I got a copy. Um, we, we're, we start in April. We hope. Well, uh, we hope. At, if, if we know we, one thing will happen. There, yeah. Easter is going to happen no matter what. <laughs> if they, if those little kids have to go dig through the snow to find the 30,000 Easter eggs, they'll do it. And they, the Easter egg hunt is always an amazing thing there because it, it started off the first year that James had the track. Uh, he did, he did the Easter egg hunt and had 10,000 eggs and it. it literally lasted about seven minutes. And, uh, and so J anybody that knows James says, all right, well, if that, if that was good, let's quadruple it. And so there's, I, I, last year there was 30,000 plastic eggs with, with some sort of prize in 30,000 eggs and they hit them all over the place. And, and the whole thing is literally like 20 minutes and it's over. Like there's kids just going crazy wild. It's awesome. And so, um, so that is April 8th is when that happens. Uh, and so that is coming up and then our scheduled opening night is the 16th of April, which whether like there's a lot of snow on the ground and there's a lot of track work to be done as, as we're sitting here recording this, as we look out the window, there's, it's snowing right now in Brainerd. I don't know if it is in St. Cloud or not, but it's this is the winter that won't die it's unreal i saw something today that we're four tenths of an inch off the record in our area yeah that's that's nothing nothing to be proud of rusty uh <laughs> so uh then a couple just regular races we got a demo derby coming up at the beginning of may the ones i'm excited about is 
is for the first time we have scheduled in the kids night. Like before we've always just kind of did it. May 21st is, is a kids night. I love kids night. It's always one of my very favorite things. Get to meet the drivers, have, you know, give away some, something cool. Um, Tanya and I have been talking a little bit about let's do something other than bicycles, like bicycles. I, I agree. Every yeah. kid has a bicycle already. And so we're, we're going to try to twist that up a little bit and make it something cooler for the kids. Um, we got a couple monster truck things. The first special of the year, June 11th, we get to always be the opening weekend, the anchor on the opening weekend of the fast lane, uh, Northland super stack series. And so it's, I, it's one of my very favorite, like I kind of love all of the different tours, but the super stock tour is so well attended. It's a, it's a 40, 50 car night in just the super stocks. And if you look at the cars that are there that night, uh, well, they changed it up on me. We'd, we'd had the idea of making that a Fender Fury, like only oh, cars, yeah. no, no open wheel cars, but I see the Midwest mods are on there. So um, so that's kind of going to be really cool. On the 18th of June, there's our first ever fan appreciation night and the tickets are free. Like you just come to the races. You'll have, I think you'll probably end up having to go to Napa in order to get them, or maybe we'll switch that up. That's months and months away, but it's a free, it come to the racetrack for free. It's going to be, it's, I, I love this idea, like beyond measure. That's so, awesome. Um, so that is going to be uh, the 18th of June. And then we have our one and only pray to God, the weather is great. Um, the what the uh, structural buildings with soda late model challenge series on June 25th, which is there, it's freaking late models. Like who doesn't like everybody loves late models and uh the best of the best will be there. And um it's that's gonna be uh, fun too. To back up no racing memorial weekend. Yep, yeah. We it's part of Part of what's really, really cool about our racetrack, it's James and Brian, when they're putting together the schedule, all of the holidays, we don't, we don't race those. That's family time or go find a different track that's having a special. We never race Memorial Day. We never race the 4th of July weekend and we never race um, Labor Day in the fall. And uh, there's, there's tons of specials on those. There's, there's somewhere to race if you want to go watch racing or, or be at a racetrack, but it's, it's we get it off and it's i couldn't be more appreciative of it, it's you we all have families and it's nice to just have some time and so um i love that as well and we, that's been that way uh it was that way last year and that way again this year so uh so we move into july um another meet the drivers night and this the the meet the drivers night is the night where uh you know at intermission all of the cars come out on the track it's kind of a standard can't not do it thing at the racetracks a lot of it's always a packed night where you come in get to get out on the racetrack see the cars up close lift the little kids in put them in the cockpit and make make race car fans for life uh get a picture get an autograph all that kind of stuff what we need to do brock is you and i need to work on uh announcer hero cards so that you know <laughs> perfect for the one person that asked for the announcer's autograph, we can, we can, uh, I'll have something to sign and you'll have something to sign. So, so, so yeah. everybody knows, bring your hero card to our announcer's booth because we have lined. Yeah, we'll get them. Yeah. We, the, like, we, that's part of what we should do with the Facebook live is we, like all of the hero cards are, are reserved in posterity. It's, it is the wallpaper of our announcer's booth. So, and I, and that, those will never come down. 
if as long as I'm up there, they're going to stay there and we just add the next year and the next year and the next year to it. So um, then what I, this tour has become maybe the best, coolest tour. New again, sponsor like this year too. Yeah. And it's a new sponsor this year. It's, it's always been the step as street stock tour. Now it is right here where you're probably watching this, the dirt race central street stock tour. And it's, it's certainly the most well-attended it's the longest tour of the year as far as the number of races in it. And it is easily the most competitive. There's 15 guys that can win in that street stock class. And when you get all of the best drivers on the track at the same time, which is what this is, it's fireworks. It is, it's awesome. And you see some crazy first time winners. And then you see, you know, the Satters and Vogels and Pagonuses and those guys they just dominate all the time. And so it is, it's, I, I love the street stock tour. Did, did you see that win that Saturday got in Vegas? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was sweet. Pretty awesome. Yeah. And so, okay. So then we start uh, the beginning of August, no racing because that's usually County fair time in the, in St. Cloud area. And so we take that off, allow the fair to, to be the, the, the show. So at the Benton County fair, if you guys didn't see James is having all his monster trucks there. Well, yeah. not all of them, a lot of them. Yes. So. Yeah. Yep. Which is, that's, uh, uh, we have that at the track too, a couple of times, like we do every single year. And that's always a crowd favorite as well. So, um, and then the newest tour comes up on August 13th and the thing it's called the moonshine mod tour. And if you haven't seen that yet, again, go on Facebook, search moonshine, just like the moonshine and mod tour and like that, like, and follow that page. Because that is, it's going to be a, a a wicked awesome tour. It's it's uh, Benji along with uh, Dirt Race Central putting that together, and it's going to be awesome. Like I cannot wait for it. And the thing that I love the most about August thirteenth, about that date right there, is we are the championship round of that series. We're the last race in the Moonshine Mod Tour, and so everyone will be there gunning and and going for that last you know move up one more spot one more spot one more spot the fastest of the fastest modified guys in all of Wasota it's oh I, I, this this is the this is the race there was a, a race last year where three tours were there on the same night for me this is that race is the is the championship round of that mod tour I'm super excited about it do you know that schedule? Um, is that around the time that USMTS is at Ogilvy? Boy, that I don't know if they're, if they cross over. Um, I think the USMTS there, I think they're actually Ogilvy twice actually. Um, but I think it's earlier in the year. Yeah. yeah. Be, Cause I know it, they were looking at trying to do it where it, the, the week off between USMTS and this would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those guys stick around. And so, uh, and then we have another, uh, towards the end of August there, another fan appreciation night where all the tickets are free. You just get to come and watch, which is super awesome. And, uh, and that's brought to you by Collins brothers had an inside guy at Collins brothers that, that ponied up and bought tickets for everybody that wants to show up for free. And then we, and then we're already at track championship end of August track championship, crown some champions, put a, a, a piston on the top of their head or whatever we're going to do. And then September is all the only thing we're doing in all of the whole month of September is the Piston Cup. And so the 22nd, 23rd, and then we we scheduled a rain date this year because we didn't last year, got ourselves in a little bit of trouble. And uh, but it all worked out. It was awesome. And then October, 
more monster trucks like we do every year. We'll have another demo derby like we do every year. And then the last event at Granite City Motor Park every single year is the Halloween Touch a Truck, um, and which is it's it's bookend with kids. Like it, we start off with Easter and we we get to the end of it with the with the Halloween thing. And it, it just works out awesome. It's such a great season all the way around. Well, that's what it's about is the kids. And we've, we've talked yeah. about other ideas that I, I text you randomly one day that yeah. I actually text Tanya and she's pretty interested in that too. So get the kids to the track to the future of it. If they're not at the track, this sport's going away. Yeah. I mean, it's, you yeah. have to have them there. Awesome. So we did, we did, we touched everything, Brock. We did, we did the whole <laughs> schedule. We're already all the way out to October and our schedules and, uh, Man, I I I'm super happy that we had you on the show. Thank you. Oh, thank for, you. Thank you for the friendship and thank you for sitting to my left and making me sound just a little smarter. Uh, I promise this year, even though you're not going to be there as much, that <laughs> that we're going to get you on the mic and we're like I'll like I'll just this whole race is yours, man. Like I'll just go to the bathroom and not come back, and you'll have to do it. It's uh, it's not that I can't. I mean, you heard the radio interviews I've had to do up here. Yeah, so yeah. Let's for, do it live, job, then, buddy. So. <laughs> drop the mic on it let's go yeah. well you, i want you i want you to keep your job though right yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome well thank you my friend um we'll we'll chat more obviously later and yeah. um, for those that like send us messages like uh maybe brock's baby's name like what should brock's name what what should his baby boy be named and we'll uh we'll see if caitlin goes goes through with any of those so yeah, right. The ones I said she didn't like. Yeah, exactly. So very cool, man. Thanks <laughs> right. so much. That's Thanks. Brock Tobias and on After the Checkers.